Hello and welcome to the softer side. I'm your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. The softer side with Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice offers life transitions coaching and interviews with coaches, consultants, and expert entrepreneurs. Join us in our live chat room during our YouTube live streams at thesofterside.live every Wednesday and Friday at 4 o'clock p.m. Mountain. So today's topic are, is beliefs are thoughts you can rewrite. Every thought we think is creating our future. Isn't that amazing? When you think about it, right? Uh, when you step back and become the observer of your life and you say, hey, what's going on with me? And, uh, you know, you, you, you take a step back as an observer and observe your own life. You can see what you're thinking and how that gives you the results that you have. What is mindset? Do you know? Mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's if equivalent of confirmation bias. It's a, it's a, you've got your mind fixed on a particular set of beliefs. Mm-hmm. And uh, once they're fixed on that, whether they are based on fact or not, uh, they're very difficult to change. They can be. That's why we have to take that step back and become the observer, as I said. But a fixed mental attitude or disposition. These are the fancy words, right? For mindset. Toby was right, of course, but these are the fancy words. (laughs) Toby was right, of course. Yeah, well, you were. A fixed mental attitude or disposition that predetermines a person's responses to and interpretations of situations. In other words, an inclination or a habit or just a way of being. Uh, how a person is, how a person is perceived. That's their mindset, especially how they perceive themselves. Growth is only possible through challenging the mind to think new thoughts and welcoming the change that might occur as a result. Uh, For me, growth is my word for the year. Uh, We had a little meeting last uh, Wednesday uh, was a, uh, a meeting of my group, the Badassery Society, and the woman who was leading was asking each of us, what's your word for 2020? And mine was growth. I wonder what your word is. If you have a word for this year, put it in the chat room. I'd like to know what your word for the year is, something that you're going to focus on, something that defines this year for you. All right. Let's talk about thoughts, feelings, and actions. Well, thoughts are the things that we think, the opinions that we have, the perceptions that we have. And when you think a thought enough times, it becomes your belief. And those thoughts create feelings. So a thought is optional. Say that uh, you were hanging out with your friend and your friend said to you, well, that's an interesting shirt. And you interpreted that to mean that they didn't like it. You could have just as well chosen to think that they did like it. It was your choice of what you thought. The words that came out of their mouth, that's an interesting shirt, are the facts. What you thought about it is a choice, right? So you have no control over what the person said. You have control over how you interpret it. And when you interpret it in a positive way, you're going to have better, more helpful uh, 
feelings, things that serve you rather than negative feelings that don't serve you or the relationship. Once you have a feeling, it's going to motivate or spur that action or behavior. And when you see that behavior again and again, it gets reinforced to become a part of your identity or your belief system. I am a type of person who wears interesting shirts. <laughs> you want to hear a story about that? Yes. All right. So uh, as I was growing up, I, I was always pretty adventurous in my dress. Not outlandish, but, you know, leading edge. And so every once in a while, I would get, oh, that's an interesting tie. And at the time, I wasn't wise enough to realize, to make the distinction between, are they being sarcastic, mm-hmm. you know, and sound like interesting, or mm-hmm. do they really find it an interesting tie? So I always assumed, like you suggested, the positive side. Well, good. You should. Well, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't bad to begin with. So I assumed the positive side, and because I thought they liked the tie, I would launch into a story about the tie, how mm-hmm. I acquired it, how it reminded did. me of my father's, and I got like this, and I wanted that old style, you know, tie. And I think after a while, people figured out that the last thing they'd want to do, because I could just take, you know, me, once I started, it's hard to get, stop me. Um, and I think what happened after a while is people learned, don't tell Toby something is interesting. Because <laughs> he'll launch and you'll, he'll just bore do you to death. Do a deep dive for, on yeah, that topic. That's Whatever a really you said. interesting picture of sand, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's for sure. So uh, that's my advice is whenever somebody says something interesting about you, tell them a story. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Share yourself. Yep. Exactly. That's right. When you change your state of mind, your whole life changes. Nothing remains the same. Nothing looks the same because you have changed. So when we change our minds, Everything changes, right? Because our perceptions of everything changes. Everybody loves my tie. How awesome is that? (laughs) Everybody hates my tie. They think I'm weird for wearing it. That's not awesome. See the difference? See how it changes completely who the person is and what kind of an attitude they have. So everything that happens to you, you can interpret. You have a choice. Choose what's best for you. Here's a thought model. Facts that are not in your control are a circumstance, uh, such as what somebody says. You can't control what somebody says. Thought is a belief or opinion or perspective. How do I, what do I think about what they said? I think it's good. I think it's bad. I think they like me. I think they don't like me. Those are choices that we can make. Those are in our control. Feeling is an emotion or vibration that comes from that thought. They like me. That makes me happy. They don't like me. That makes me feel sad and, um, you know, kind of left out and abused. (laughs) Um, What happens then is that emotion spurs us to some sort of action, inaction, or reaction. They like me. I might give them a hug. Or I might give them a compliment in return because I thought that they gave me one. Uh, The result proves your thought. So I thought they liked me. I 
felt good about that. I complimented them in return. And my result is now they do like me. Whether or not they did in the beginning, they do now because I complimented them back and I was very friendly to them. So my result proves my thought. We can change our thoughts just like this. Circumstance is the fact. Again, somebody says something. Uh, that's an interesting shirt or an interesting tie. Very neutral. We can interpret it any way we want. We can choose what thought we have based on what we want the result to be. Do I want to be friends with this person? I could ask myself, if the answer is yes, well then I'm going to interpret it in a positive way and think that they like me. A uh, feeling that comes about is, comes about naturally because I believe that new thought. They like me. I believe that. I feel good. That's a naturally occurring feeling, vibration, emotion. The next thing is the action, which is motivated by the feeling. They like me. I'm going to like them back and I'm going to give them a compliment. The result is a reflection of your thought. I'm so glad that we're friends. This worked out just the way I wanted. A new year, a new you. What thoughts are you thinking? And what results are you getting from those thoughts? And do they need to be changed to get you a better result? Choose your desired result in every situation. So let's talk about that. Mm. What is one of the maybe a goal of yours or a desired result that you would like to have? Well, so I want to go back to what you said about the word that's... Oh, you want to go back to the word? Okay, yeah, and then ahead. we can go to... And then you can follow up with that. How's All right, that? Because before you forget. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the word is uh, geology. That's the word that's going to motivate my actions this year. Okay, In why? Terms of what kind of uh, feeling does the word geology spur within you? So it, it spurs within me the excitement of learning something new. I used to do a lot of presentations um, on behalf of various uh, information technology companies. And uh, as part of the presentation, I always remind people that you can become an expert in anything based on the, the amount of information that's out there and available to you. You can become an expert in anything uh, in a year. Now, mm -hmm. you may not be able to actually launch a rocket. You may not be able to actually uh, perform surgery on someone's brain. But you can learn enough about it to have a sense of what it's all about. And uh, so every time I undertake a new kind of interesting effort, uh, there's this part of me that wants to get to a level of expertise that gives me at least a, 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 a bit of credibility on the matter. And so the current one, the one that's motivating me now, is my interest in the sand mm -hmm. and micro, you know, microscopes, which I'm already very comfortable with anyway. Uh, but that has led further, like, where does sand come from? Why is it sand? You know, what? some people believe that sand is a word that was created uh, because it's between the sea and the land. You know, like, no, that's not how that works. Um, but it, it motivated me towards... But that's how they made the word, right? No. <laughs> sea, that is land, not, no, sand. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it comes from the Dutch Zand. Oh. Uh, and then from the from the old Dutch, and then the old English sand, zand. 
but uh, so that spurred an interest in like where does this all come from? And that led to geology. And I've always been fascinated with minerals, gems, minerals, and rocks. Anyway, and um, so it's kind of my thing, you know, I want, when I got the great courses, they have several courses on geology from various perspectives. And I feel like by the end of, uh, by the, end of the year, I'd like to be at least a, I, don't, I, I can't be an expert because I don't have, you know, 30 years worth of practice behind me. Uh, but I can be like a book expert uh, in geology, and that's kind of what's motivating me now. And that brings me happiness. The, the whole concept of learning something new uh, is, brings, what, how do you say, brings joy. Sparks joy. Sparks joy. Mm-hmm. It sparks joy. Yeah. So the result that you want is? Uh, the result that I want is to be at least educated enough to hold a reasonable conversation with a trained geologist. Okay. If nothing else, for the purpose of asking questions, you know, so so that I'm not a complete idiot. I know the difference between, you know, sedimentary, metamorphic, and, and uh, igneous rocks. Uh, and I know where they come from, and I know how they end up as sand. Um, I just recently, as I go on my walks, I, you don't think about this when you're going on your walks, but we, you know that my neighborhood, they don't, they use uh, the dry version of landscaping. What's it called? Xeriscaping. Mm-hmm. And so all the yards have rocks in them, and all the uh, common areas have rocks in them, sm- small rocks. And I started noticing if you spend, I don't know, 10 minutes on your walk, just kind of shuffling the rocks around. Uh, I, in one case, I found, and I have them in the garage, I brought them back with me, I found 20 different varieties of rocks, some of which are perfectly identifiable. You, you know, that's quartz, that's granite, that's plagioclase, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, saying all of that, that recognition, that, that kind of applying the knowledge does spark joy in me. The, the, the result is not that I would ever have a conversation with a uh, a uh, trained geologist, you know, someone who has a degree in geology, whether it's an undergraduate or like master's. Rick? Like Rick, yeah. <laughs> like like our friend Rick. I'd like to be able to hold a, a conversation with someone like Rick where they don't, you know, they're not thinking to themselves, this guy is such a dope. He doesn't know anything. Not well, that he would. How do you know what he's thinking? No, I, I don't. But that's, so I, I'm trying to give a measurement. So the measurement <laughs> is I would like to be part of a conversation with one or more geologists at which I have at least a reasonable level of credibility. Mm-hmm. So that's, okay. that's... So that's the result you want. Right. So what action would lead to that result? Well, it takes the effort of getting an education, mm-hmm. right? However you choose to do it. It started with uh, free videos on YouTube, and I got as far as I could with them, and I realized I needed the uh, the... Uh, educational underpinnings because the YouTube videos don't give you, they're not organized in a way to present it, to educate you. Although some of them, you know, I have two playlists of, in one case, 13 videos and another in case, uh, 22 videos. That is basically the equivalent of college level course. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there are 30 to 45 minute videos in each case. But, uh, as you and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, I had an offer from the great courses for half price for the rest of my life kind of thing. And um, and the first thing that I did is they made me the offer. I went to the site and I searched geology. And um, they had several courses on geology, college level courses, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, with different professors. 
and and they are professors. They're masters and doctorate level professors. And uh, one of them was especially interesting because it was a geology course that was based on the United States National Park System. And they started in Yellowstone. And I thought, oh, whoa, that'll be a lot of fun. So I signed up for the great courses. Mm -hmm. And I... um, I picked one of the courses, and I bought some three-hole punch paper so that I can print out. It's a 193-page workbook that comes with it. So I got to print it out on three-hole punch paper. I bought that yesterday at Staples, and I'm going to print it out over the weekend and put it in a binder and start the course. Okay. So so you can, you know, little actions like buying three-hole punch paper doesn't sound like a like the person at Staples that uh, that that ca- that you know cashed me out uh at the register had no idea why I was you know didn't I was buying as far as they were concerned that was just another product I was buying three hole punch paper for me that was part of the set of objectives it was on my list of things to do three hole punch paper so I can print out the 193 page workbook so I can put it in a binder and over the weekend start the course um and I think that's what you have to do. Take those small steps, mm-hmm. three-hole punch paper, print mm-hmm. it. You've, you've got the great courses. So that's a series of small things that were done, everything from registering from the great courses to finding the, the geology courses, to finding the geology course that I wanted to start with because it's going to be a month worth of effort. I mean, it's, there's yeah. 34 lessons in it, and each one is between 45 minutes and one hour. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's more courses that you would, you would get. That's more class time than you would get in a, in a Geology 101 class, you know, mm-hmm. if you're looking at, at uh, a semester of, of uh, three months and you, you have the course twice a week um, it, without all the breaks, you're going to get 24 classes. This one has 30 classes, you know. 45 minutes to an hour, so, and a workbook. So it should be interesting. Okay. So you know your desired result. You know what actions you're going to need to take to get to that result. I just realized you're going through a list over here, aren't you? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't realize it. Okay. Yeah. So what feeling is going to motivate you to continue to take action? Say you're like, eh, I don't feel like it today. i got other stuff I want to do, or I just want to watch TV instead. What's going to be the feeling that you're going to need to have in order to motivate you to take those actions? So I, I, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that I'm a rewards-based personality, right? So if I feel like I'm gaining something, like I'm earning something, uh, and I see the reward, the benefit of it, then it's easy to keep me motivated. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's the educational reward, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone in my life right now, short of our friend in the the member vault, that I can say, hey, why don't you come over, we'll have some coffee and talk about geology, right? Uh, But I'd like to be able to do that. And that in itself, if I can build my circle of friends, you know, I'm always surprised when you meet someone and you say, oh, what's what's this whole new project of yours? And they say, oh, well, I have a degree in geology. I've never used it, but, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'd be interested in doing that. And the reward is not only gaining the... I'm I'm very... um, I'm very gratified by learning. Learning, mm-hmm. I love learning. And I love learning new things. I'm, I've never stopped. I just, the, the more I learn, the happier it makes me. And, uh, and then, once you learn it, it has the effect of expanding your circle of friends. Uh, because you meet people who have a similar interest. And, I mean, this show that we did with Michael today, uh, 
literally set a standard that I'm going to I'm going to kind of try to keep from this point forward. I'm going to ask our our people for you know videos and and etc. Et because it was just uh, uh, exciting because he is a scientist. Mm-hmm. And he under he kind of understood, you know. You didn't have to explain to him well, what would a scientist do in this situation. He kind of knew, and he addressed it with photographs and videos and conversation and calling in and knowing the knowing the territory, you know. Um, and that was an exciting moment for me. And I, I just, you know, we feel very close to Michael anyway uh, because of his ex- search experience. The fact that he's been here several times to visit us, but I felt an additional connection now with him that we could have a conversation. I think he was just as excited to see the sand he collected under a microscope. You know, I think people are always surprised when they you, they send you one of these samples of sand and you show them under a microscope, either a stereo or the polarizing microscope, what it looks like, and they go like, wow, who would have thought, you know? Mm-hmm. So his response was even more exciting to me that he thought it was kind of cool because he's a science guy. Okay, so are we looking for a feeling of curiosity feeling of excitement what thing what one word feeling <laughs> we look oh for gosh to push, so to it, push you into action so am i limited to one word uh-huh uh that's that's how tight these thought models should be you should have one word feelings uh that's it that's this one model. If you have another word for another feeling, it goes in another model. So what one word is going to push you to take the action to get that result? Is it curiosity, excitement, desire? So uh, so uh, let me tell you what I go through, and then you can, you can help me figure out which one it is, okay? First of all is the curiosity. Secondly is the joy of learning. But that that doesn't compare to the connection I felt with Michael today. Okay, so here's what I would say. It's the curiosity because this is to push you into learning. Yeah. The reward for learning makes you feel the joy and the yeah. connection. So that comes later. Okay. But what's going to get you there is that curiosity. Agreed. Okay. Uh, so I can deal with that. Okay. Okay. Um, and then finally, what thought is going to cause you to feel curious enough to uh, go out and do that work? Uh, so once I get, I'm obsessive about these things. Uh, so once I get the interest, it doesn't take much. What makes you curious about geography uh, geology sorry what makes you the most curious about geology what inspires that curiosity the most what thought is it is it i love microscopes is it i need to know more about sand is it so some people can claim to be lifelong something right forrest fan is a lifelong fisherman you're a lifelong learner one of the things that i am a lifelong is a lifelong photographer so when I see that image and how beautiful it is. Oh, they can't see it. All right. so <laughs> when we show you that image, which are grains of fracking sand, who would have thought? 
so when I see that image under a microscope and see the photographic potential, it, and that motivates, motivates the curiosity component, I guess. Is that right? Uh, it, or it could just be, I want to learn more about sand so I can take these pictures. And that's what it is, right? So if I see the picture, if I see how this picture looks uh, to me, and I say, that's amazing, that's sand, you know? I need to learn more about sand and why it looks like that. And then, of course, you discover there's... But you see, seeing the picture and saying to yourself, that's a picture of sand, that's a fact, that's a circumstance. Then the thought would be, I want to learn more about that so that I can take pictures like this. Yeah. And I can take pictures from sand from all over the world. And actually what stimulated the whole process, and I'm not sure it was a, I was in YouTube, microscope, kind of microscoping things, and and uh, The Verge did a, micro, you know, they do microscope work. But they picked sand because mm-hmm. they found out about the sand shortage problem. And I saw that video and I was going like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And uh, that's what started the interest. And then it's grown from, let me take pictures of sand to, wait, there's a geological component to all this. So, Okay. Okay. Well, then that's how it's done. Uh, so if you have a desired result... For the for 2020, if you have a goal, something you really want to happen this year, then work through the thought model backwards. Start with the result that you want, then decide what actions you need to take to get that result. What feelings do you need to have in order to spur you into that action? And then what thought is going to cause that feeling for you? Practice is the missing piece. Now, Toby talked about mastery and how it could take 30 years to be a master. Well, some people say it's 10,000 hours, or you do something 10,000 times and you've mastered it. Uh, so mastery takes consistency and pr- practice, and you have to be willing to not be good at it in the beginning, right? Um, I'm learning to meditate. I'm practicing every day. Some days, not so good. Some days, pretty darn good. And I'm starting to learn the differences between what works well, what doesn't work, uh, what it feels like, um, you know, what's going on with me and how I'm reacting to trying to meditate. As we practice, we begin to see all these nuances, all these different things that are happening within that practice. That's the important part is the practice itself, not getting better at it, not getting mastery of it, but the practice itself, because that is what molds us, right? So write your new thought that you want to think. Okay, say I have a, I have a belief that I'm, um, for instance, I, I'm overweight. Just say I'm overweight. Some, a lot of people feel this way about themselves. I'm overweight. That's an old thought. I want a new thought. I want to think, you know, I'm becoming the best me possible, and I love me. Uh, that's a good thought to have. I want to have that thought. Write it down. Write down your new thought. Then read it every day, right? This is my new thought. I am incredible. I am wonderful. Read it 
Read it out loud to yourself. Say it in your head. Create supporting affirmations. If uh, you're if you have a goal of, I want to lose 20 pounds, create supporting affirmations. Every day I eat healthy foods and I feel good. Uh, just affirmations that help support your ideas, your new thoughts. Say them out loud. And then think the thought as often as possible. Think it 10,000 times, the new thought. Because you've got to wipe out the old thought. I'm overweight and I'll never change. I'm going to wipe that out with I'm pretty awesome and I'm losing weight every day and I'm eating healthy. Um, When you think the new thought 10,000 times, pretty soon you don't even know what that old thought was anymore. You've forgotten it. So this is how we change our thoughts. And then we've thought that thought enough times, it becomes a belief. And that belief becomes a part of our identity. We can go from I'm not an athlete. I could never run five miles to, uh, you know, it's possible I could run a little bit to, I can run a whole mile with practice, you know, and then work your way up those bridging thoughts to get you there and then keep practicing the new thoughts until the old thoughts are gone. Once you've done that, decisions become so much easier. When you can change your beliefs you can make any decision easily because no matter what decision you've made, you can believe it's the right decision for you. Does that sound good? I didn't make a mistake. It was the right decision at the time. <laughs> you know? Sometimes sometimes it was the wrong decision you made at the time, but you don't know it until afterwards. You can believe that. Or you can believe that that's something I needed to go through to become the person I am today. Or as long as I suppose you're not doing damage to other people in the process. Right? Well, that's true. I wouldn't damage other people in the yeah. process. <laughs> so making decisions. Make a decision now and get the support you need to find clarity, set goals, and achieve your desires. And learn the best way to enjoy the transitional journey as you realize your dreams. And how are you going to do that? Join now. We have a New Year challenge going on right now, and it's easy and it's free to sign up. It is The uh, link is in the description box below the video on YouTube, and I'll get that up on Facebook shortly. Um, but you can sign up right away, and we have several people in there having a really good time with it. So I hope that you'll join us there and learn more about changing your thoughts and achieving your goals in 2020. Something that you get a hold of when you join the Member Vault is how to easily change your thoughts so you can achieve any goal, a three-step plan, guide, and training. And it's free when you join. Isn't that awesome? That's pretty cool. Yeah. How come I don't have a copy of that? Because you haven't grabbed it. Mm, okay. Grab it. Got to grab it. You'd think it'd come in an email to me, maybe? Do you ever check your emails? I, email I do. You no, 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 did I you do. check today's email? No, I didn't. Okay, well, see. <laughs> check your emails. After you sign up to be a part of the member vault, check your emails once in a while. Okay, we're going to open up the phone lines now at 202-815-1171 and maybe tell us about your limiting belief that's getting in the way of your success and what you want your new belief to be. So let's See who's in the chat room. 
Well, there are several people in the chat room, we'll but the only one being chatty is uh, Tony Rusi. Um, oh, here, I'll do it. Sorry. There we go. Uh, who says, uh, let me see, sorry about shirts, ties. <laughs> he said, this is almost word for word straight out of, quote, it works, unquote. It works. Have you ever heard of that? Uh-uh. Is that is that a science thing or is that a no. life coaching thing? Uh, life coaching, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, think about what you want as often as possible. Write it down. Make a list. Review three times a day. Make additions and modifications and cross off accomplishments. You got this. Do you do it though? See, I can talk all day, but until you take the information and apply it to your life, nothing will change. So that's what you have to ask yourself. Do I actually do these things? Do I follow through on them? Because if I want results, it's going to take action. And in order to spur that action, I'm going to have to feel a certain way because feelings are what motivates action. In order to feel a certain way, I'm going to have to think a certain thought. It all goes together. And for the softer side, I'm your Life Transitions Coach, Shelley Corney. Thank you for listening to the Softer Side Podcast with life coaches Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Schedule coaching or interviews with us by email at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and get your free Life by Design tips, downloads, and mini courses by visiting our member vault at e